Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Ryan Horvath. I don't know if you saw the Joe Barry press conference yesterday. I didn't really care about Stenovich. Asachia telling me about how he loves the Carlson family. Don't care. The, the only one I cared about really was Joe Barry talking. And I about, and I was watching it on my phone. I about threw my phone against the wall when I heard this come up. Because, and I don't even know who said it. I, have to go, I don't remember who said it. But somebody asked him about the fact of you know, how much pressure essentially is on you when you have all these number one picks sitting there on the, on the others, on your defensive side of the ball with expectations of you having to do something with them. And Joe Barry came back with some cockamamie answer of, well, let me ask you a question. What if those were all seventh round picks? Would the expectation level be any different? And then Joe d- didn't give anybody an answer, a chance to respond. Of course not. It would still be high expectations. BS. If there were a bunch of seventh round picks on that side of the damn ball, my expectation level would not be that of, dude, you better be a top five defense. First of all, GMs would have been fired by this point if there were a bunch of seventh-round picks playing on that side of the ball versus first-round. There would be a bunch of changes have happened. I was livid. If I would have been the one asking that question, I would have cut him off before he would have even have responded to his own stupid question. I would have said, of course it wouldn't have been as high expectations if there were seventh-round picks. Do you have expectations for a seventh-round pick the same as a first-round pick? If a seventh-round pick doesn't play that well in training camp, he gets cut. If a first-round pick doesn't play that well in training camp, he ain't getting cut. I promise you, Joe, Goody ain't cutting them. Expectation levels are widely different for a seventh-round pick and a first-round pick. And to throw that cockamamie crap out to the media in Green Bay and then they let him just slide on it. And then well, but we, we, we'll just move on and let him go. I was livid. I was like, are you kidding me? How dumb is that? I tried my best to defend Barry at the end of the year. I was like, hey, look, he's made some changes. Give him some credit. And whether LaFleur told Barry to make the changes or Barry did it on his own, whatever. They play a little bit better. No real quarterbacks necessarily they played, but they it looked better. If they don't play well by the bye week, my week is week six. If through the first five weeks, they don't play well, I have reached a conclusion. He's gone. I'm You're done. I'm not rolling with you a whole damn season. If our defense stinks the first five weeks again, and we don't look any better than we did last year, you're out of here. And somebody else can get promoted up from within the staff, and we're going to roll. That, to me, that that's, that's where we're at. Dude, you've got five weeks. If this doesn't look any different than last year, you're out of here. I'm not willing to wait. How long of a leash are you willing to give Joe Barry, Kevin Holt? 